31 Jesus I think last one of the year Last one of the year Has it been in, has, has, how, how long have we been doing this? How long is 31 episodes? 31 week? 30 I don't know How many It's almost been uh, We started in When we start this um, May June Yeah We're halfway through We got a special guest today We do A good friend Someone who I've worked with Competed with the king of Crocs, the self-proclaimed Swiss Army knife. Our guy that works with us now at Big Night, Alex Williams. One time, Alex Williams, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. And very handsome, too. Yeah, yeah, you forgot that part, Fuck, too. yo. What the hell? Uh, so we'll start off with this. We'll, we'll go back to the beginning. Oh, the beginning. I like the beginning. Beginning. Been growing up in Pennsylvania. We know that you are a streetwear connoisseur, a music connoisseur. How'd you get into music and, and fashion? Uh, well, I mean, I used to like, so I lived in like Middlewoods, Pennsylvania, and uh, like kind of the internet. I mean, I think the internet kind of was like, when I grew up, it was like just that time of like all like the hype beast uh, websites, like Nike and Talk, and all yeah, that. Yeah. So there used to be like a place like 15, 20 minutes from my house, and I used to like, Go and buy the shoes, and nobody else knew about them. But I was like, you know, I used to meet kids on the internet, like from like close towns. Because remember, like the closest town I grew up in, like a you know farm town. So you know, we lived on like fifty acres. So the closest town was like an hour away. So I meet kids from like hour away, and they would like know what's going on, and they kind of like we kind of knew what was going on before it became like mainstream popular. So you know, like Jordan Fives were big back then. So we used to you know find this spot, and you'd have to like. They'd, end, they'd like start like a raffle. It wasn't a raffle. They'd have so many pairs, you'd call the phone line. And if you're the first one to get your name down when they open it, like it was like a phone line kind of thing. So you'd be like, <laughs> Alex Williams, size 13. So if you got your size, you got it. If you didn't call in time or you had something going on, you know, or it was a rough week. That's crazy. So speaking of Pennsylvania, right, tell, tell us like your first job uh, at Fluffs. Okay, so yeah, I used what's to, Fluffs first? Of yeah, all? what's Fluffs first? Okay, of so all? it was the deli. I used to go there. I used to like the deli. It was my my hangout spot. And then I used to bring like a lot of people there. She's like, "Oh, you want to work here?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll try it out." So like, my that first like for first promoting. Job. Yeah, that was my <laughs> first employer. Nice Yo, yeah, you bring mad people. You want to work here? I used to give like, Alex promoted in a deli. I really did because I used to go after school and bring all these people. And she's like, "Oh, you want to come work here?" So it was like my first day at work, and like uh, it was like cool. She used to let me cook, do everything, but I always had one rule with her because I, I couldn't clean. I was like, listen, I can't mop. <laughs> I can't, I'll bring the people. True I'll, millennial. I'll, I'll help out. I'm here to support business, but I can't clean. So like I was like, I'll I'll make up for bringing more people here to eat at the deli. So, Is that still your motto in life? Yes. yes. No cleaning. <laughs> no cleaning. <laughs> I do have a clean lady once a week every Wednesday. <laughs> What's her name? I call her nice lady. <laughs> That's how everyone knows her. That's how, she's such a nice lady. That's and awesome. Obviously, Alex doesn't know the name Wait, so of this. Is, is Fluff is. still around? Fluff's is still around. I don't know if she still owns it, but it was a lady. Her name was Fluff. That was her name. That's fire. And that was like her name. And Peanut butter she, and Fluff she sandwiches used to have like, special. You know, all kind of weird, unique, like cool. She was known for like the Reuben. There was a sandwich called the Big Bird. Um... It was a lot of cool sandwiches. Everyone liked it. It was like a, a hopping spot in Pennsylvania, if that was if there's such a thing. <laughs> every Monday was a fluff and nutter sandwich. Yeah, she had specials every day. People, would, you know, I feel like in Pennsylvania, like specials on that board, like you know yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, No, that the old, the old like Coca Cola board. <laughs> yeah, that's like half yellowed from like the, yeah. the grease. She had like place. a marker board. No, it's like, gonna be fire. Know. Yeah. Oh yeah, the white marker. It's a white marker board. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, what are we gonna have for special today? You know, it's just you know. 
But then I moved to the grill. I was a grill monster there. You know, I could do seven, eight, ten sandwiches at a time, Jeff. You should have saw me, buddy. Bang. That was <laughs> wow. the first. I was running the list back then. It was like this. I had the list of sandwiches. Boom, boom, boom. Grill master. I was quick. But did, did, like you, did you follow the sandwiches. order or are you just like, I'm giving them I, what they want? I followed the order, but then people, I started inventing my own sandwiches because I was kind of bored back there. So they'd be like, oh, what's uh, something good? I'd be like, I got you. And i just do my own thing. I like that. Don't worry, you're gonna like it. Yeah, I like that. So how long how long you been in Boston after you moved up here? Uh, so it's probably been like 10, 11 years. Did your whole family move to Boston, or you just broke out? So my brother the, started going to BC here. He's an actuary, right? So he's a smart member of the family. So he went here. He was an actuary, and then my sister went to Northeastern. She does HR. So we're all up here now. He has a kid, and uh, he lives in Framingham. My sister lives in like down by the Garden too. So we're all. Really close, and That's uh, awesome. everyone everyone kind of moved here. So Alex's phone is just buzzing away. Obviously, the man of many talents. Guy wears wait, a wait, lot wait, of wait. guy so, wears a lot of hats. He, he does wear a lot of hats. So, in terms of Big Night, you help book the talent at Big Night Live. Yep. Uh, obviously, the promotions, uh, VIP hosts. Who gave you the Swiss Army Knife title? It's self-proclaimed, Self-proclaimed. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was just, what do you do? Uh, what don't I do, I feel like. Wow. You know, like a little bit of everything, you know, the Swiss I, Army Knife. It's like the connector. Yeah. I'm, I'm maybe not the best. He's, uh, you know, Alex has a guy for that. I may not be the best at everything, but I could do it all. You know, what but do you that's, need? I know a lot of people that have went really far in business in general just from the connects that they've had from their, like you, like... You just connect people, and it just you, you just find yourself working with these people in different ways too. You know what I mean? Yeah, like when I came here to like you know we figure out what the job description or what I was, it was probably like a 30, 45 minutes of like what what do we actually what do we do what do we do like how does this look and it was just like you know Swiss Army knife yeah I like, I like you know, Jeff's mm-hmm. like a butter knife and then there's me Swiss uh, Army butter knife. <laughs> Yo, he's old, reliable. You always get him. He's always, he's always good. A hot butter knife. Hot butter knife. You know he's coming in hot, but me, I'm just Jeff definitely comes in hot. You know, but yeah. it's fact, hot. you know. So, <laughs> so now you've been here ten years, and we've obviously worked together a bunch. We've competed against each other a bunch. What, whatever. Have you seen the changes in Boston nightlife in the past ten years? And oh, that's a good question. And what do you think is going to happen in the next? I'd say mean, five years. Right? It's like a weird dynamic, Boston, right? Like, I mean, totally when, different. When I came here, like, Faneuil cities. Hall was, like, the spot. I right. Mean, you know, like, you couldn't get into Faneuil Hall on a Saturday night or Friday night. Now it's, like, ghost town. What is, what's Faneuil Hall? So it's, like. Not so only for, for the, me, but for the listeners, For too. the listeners, yeah. It's basically a downtown Boston where it's just lined with bars. Oh, it's just bars. Um, There's like no, Coogan's like and all those places. Yeah, like Qu- Quincy Market is, like, the big food place. It's a lot of, like, tourist area it's down yeah. there. But it ha- used to be a very strong college presence and bars and all that thing and now it's yeah. it's not as popular people there's more things for people to do it used to be in boston there weren't it was either clubs or Faneuil hall for bars it wasn't like all these different kinds of places now that people go to such as like you know all these concert venues now yeah. and so different t- before like my that. time was like lansdowne and i never went to lansdowne because that's like before my time where's but, that by uh, uh fenway, fenway yeah. so okay. fenway used to be busy at this is what I'm told. And then, like, I think kind of... Fenway, like, Jillian's and all that stuff, like that area? They used to be, like, yeah, yeah. the spot. But that so was really... I've never even seen anything I, popping over there, ever. So, it was... It used to be, um... Didn't you used to live over there, too? Yeah, it used to be Avalon, Axis, Wait, Embassy. Avalon is an Avalon that they had in New York and yes, yes. Vegas? Yeah, they had one in Boston. I never knew yeah, that. And Avalon it was, that was, like, the huge, huge club What's scene. What's in that sp- space now? House of Blues. I was just going to say that because yeah. that's the only spot that was pretty large like enough Bill's to Bar have. Bill's Bar used to be there. Bill's Bar's still there. It's yeah. still there. Yeah, yeah I like, saw so, that When I was a kid, game. like 18 plus nights at Bill's Bar, like when you're a freshman, like it was busy. Wait, is that that's not the same as the one in, in New York, right? There's know. Billy's Bar in New York. No. That's next to That Yankee might be his Stadium cousin too. Billy. No, it's yeah. just Bill. They fight each other on, at For Christmas. the Y? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they fight each other every year for the Y? Yeah. Yeah. So where, so okay, where do you so, so then it was ahead. so it was Faneuil Hall, and then um, you know I was at Julep from like eighteen to about twenty two. I mean maybe a little. Maybe it was a little. Maybe like twenty to like twenty three. I was at Julep. Well, I started. I was eighteen years old. I started working at Splash, right? Wow. With uh, Mike that works here. So I was Sounds working like there. A strip club. I used to do Friday nights. Yeah. So 
when I so it was like there, and then like Splash was like the hot, like you know, kind of. Well, hold on, that's not true. That's not where I started. I started at uh, DJ. We started at Fluffs. Obviously. I started at Fluffs, <laughs> and then my first. Ah, Jeff so, Okay, Fluffs. hold on. I'm getting this confused with the question. I'm gonna go back to the question. So Fluffs, what's was Splash a nightclub or like these a, like a bar that that has a DJ? It was like the, a, they the, had like hardwell there. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. So it was like a legit club. club. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But um, okay. So Boston Nightlife. Back. I'm getting off topic here. Boston Nightlife. How do I do? I see the. What was the question again? So. How do you see that it's changed in the past 10 years and then give me five years in the future? Like, did you think, like, monkeys would be DJing in five well, years? Like, I like think board, Boston Nightlife, like, I feel eights. like we've become, like, from, like, a joke of nightlife, kind of not a joke, but it wasn't, like, a serious hub to now that, you know, we're, like, one of the major players. You're like, I could travel around and people know about the clubs. Yeah. You know, they know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, back in the theater district days, I mean, you know, I, I think, like, you know, Rumor was a great start. And then I think Bijou really... Did a product that nobody in Boston thought could be done. You know, the celebrities, everyone, they they started it. Nobody thought, nobody was doing bookings, like, you know, consistently. Right, right. And I think Bijou guys, like, really put something in that was different. And then, you know, from from there, you know, the grand, the memoir, the big night live, it's like Well, I used to DJ at level. State, too. That yeah. was a big venue, I remember. Yeah. But they didn't bring, like, talent, like, besides you. But yeah. I mean, they did, but it wasn't, Whoa, like a, bro. wasn't like a weekly thing, you know, like. You know, I didn't think anybody Fuck. thought it could be sustainable here. And this like guy's this running the show every week. No, but no, I agree on that. I mean, I think it was mostly based on local DJs, and once in a while, a New York DJ, once in a while, like a, a DJ from LA, but uh, not yeah, like yeah, the yeah. massive headliners that would attract like nationwide tours. I mean, I think Alex is right on that. I think like. You know, now it's now Boston is a market. No, we're we're a competitor now in far a as million percent. Go. Yeah, I mean it's funny too because I look at other markets and they have, you know, similar lineups to what we have. So it's kind of like and yeah, yeah. Alex can talk about this like more, but like is that how they route the tours now? Do they route it through Boston? Yeah, now? I, mean, I mean everything they're, has they're to be with Boston. I think a way you could tell if your city is like getting bigger in nightlife is. How many bachelor and bachelorette parties you see, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Vegas obviously gets the Vegas, most. And then Arizona Atlantic gets a shit ton. Yeah, Atlantic City. But we've been starting to see a lot come here. Nashville. As people will just want to yeah. stay. You know what I mean? Because there's of, things. Yeah. There's enough to do here, right? Entertainment wise, for, yeah. For you know to keep you happy. So I think that's a good thing to see. Coming from New York, I I had a thing about Boston nightlife before I came here too. But this is years ago before Big Night really started changing in the industry around here. It was like Philly was like that too. Like Philly always had like a stale nightlife. Like you don't think about Philly and think about nightlife at all. And Boston was in that category for a long time until we started, you know, changing things around with like Big Night and like really now we're a, a, one of the top markets in the country for nightlife. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, with, with Philly, it really only takes like, you know, one person to change. I mean, I think James Noto, like, Put a lot of money into the market, like really try. It's just a tough market. Yeah, it's I mean, always he, been hard you know, for nightlife. It has man. to be one person that's really to really, really grind and put the money up. And I think he's really like no dozy spot down there. I like it there, but I think he's changed Philly too, like the way we've kind of you know worked Boston. But it, you know, it it takes that one person, those that that group of people, really to you know. You know what I just thought of though too. You know what hurts Philly? I think it hurts Philly is the fact that Atlantic City is only forty five minutes away. So that probably takes away it's, from dude, the nightlife in Philly. How tough is it to book? You know, you're booking against a casino. I mean, they have unlimited yeah, budget. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it's what it's in the radius of where if you book Steve Aoki in Atlantic City, he can't play Philly. Yeah, it's in that all, ninety mile and, radius. And they residency, they radius you out. It's, it's a tough, tough market. Now, where do you see Boston going in the next five years? I think that Boston, what it's going to see in the next five years is what we don't have in other cities. We don't have any lounges, right? We have no middle-of-the-road spots, right? I mean, you know, everything becomes a club. Everything, like, turns into a club. We don't have, like, that, you know, that lounge, that, like, you know, something different. You know, and also, you know, what we don't have in Boston, we don't really have any true, like, I've thought about this, I think we're going to see a lot these next five years because people are going to know the spot. We don't have these true, like, restaurants or like club restaurants that are like chains right and they're going into every other market and i think people are going to realize this is like a very powerful market and they're going to start looking into you know taking these you know type of restaurants and moving here like you know like a 
Delilah's or something like that, you know, that's like been, you know, franchise kind of. Yeah, yeah. And I think we're going to see a lot in the next five years of people being like, there's a lot of money in here. These guys are doing a lot of numbers. Why are we not in Boston? Well, I can't lie. When I came from New York, like, you know, we get a lot of business guys that come into the, like the lounge spots that I DJ at. Yeah. And not only that, but you have brokers and shit like that that are entertaining clients. So that helps in New York a lot as far as like these cool, you know, lounges that I usually play at. But Boston, there's a lot of money up here and they like to spend it. So it like you guys together in nightlife here, I feel like you guys win because everybody wants to compete. So this guy's over here popping 10 bottles. The guy's like, fuck that guy. I want to buy more bottles. And it starts turning into a bottle war yeah. in a lot of cities. It, it doesn't happen, but Boston's like that, and it works really well, I think. And we win from that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, then, I mean, a dinner crowd is really strong. There's a, 100 college a square mile. I think we're going to see a lot of the bigger players, you know, these these guys that are going to want to, you know, come in and put their restaurant here because we don't have, you know, we don't really have that, you know, as many as every other city, you know. Even in, in Philly, they have a lot of, like, you know. Oh, Philly's got good food. Good man. Philly, good, good chain, like, you know, high, high-end you know, I would call them chain restaurants, or but you know, like there's more than one, or there's four. Yeah, or five, yeah, you know? yeah. There's only like a handful. <laughs> yeah. Like you it's know. not a Chili's. Yeah, like I mean, like we don't have. A, there's no Noble in Boston. There's no like. There's none of these like places, and I think these people are going to start coming in and be like, hey, like. This oh is yeah, a real yeah. Market. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It is a real market for yeah. that. Like I had a, I asked Jeff all the time where I could get a good steak, and he always like Smith or Walensky's or something. I'm looking. For I don't like say that. Some, no, I'm just saying as an example. But I'm I'm looking for that old school like Boston thing, and it doesn't really. It Shut just up, my guys! Really at Grill Twenty Three yeah. Moo. I like Grill Twenty Three. Moo is open in Seaport, huh? I know. Crazy. Yeah. So I haven't so, been to Moo yet. Well, you have well, to, we, yeah, we got to take you for your birthday too. I haven't been anywhere. Um, so going, so going back to. The Swiss Army knife. Give us some of the the things that you do for booking now, so and how booking has changed. I mean, before you would go through, uh, you know, if the tour was in town, this is how you know we used to do. It. We would used to, you know, somebody would reach out from their from their team or their squad, and we'd book through them, and then it started going with you know booking agents like Scam and uh, Ricky and Mood Swing and things like that. How how is the booking? game change now i mean the number one thing about the booking game now is that you know five years ago you could get decent prices now they realize how much money is in the after parties and it's expensive every artist is expensive you know it's not like it used to be where they would just be like all right like here's 10 grand come on by though they know their worth they know how much they're getting for a club you know these guys the little babies 200k plus for after party like you know they understand how much money's in the club, how many covers you're doing, how much the bottles are. They understand 10, 15 grand tables. You know, they're everyone's really hip to it now. As yeah, but before it was so green because it was so new like five, ten years ago where they didn't really know the numbers. Now they really know the numbers. Yeah, like, oh, okay. And now they're very stern. It's like, you know, the big dog's like, you give me 200K or I'm just going to sit at home, right? And yeah, they, yeah, they pick yeah. where they want to do it. So, you know, they're not doing 40 after parties anymore. You know, they're doing, you know, one big one, one, one or one, 10 yeah, or 15. Yeah. And then now they leverage like COVID. Like you're like, hey, like, you know, if we're going to willing to go out there, get COVID, yeah, and this yeah, is yeah. you know, yeah. like the J. Cole thing. Like we've done J. Cole every time he's been here. Jeff knows him. We all know him. Like he's done the after parties here. You know, hey, if I'm going to take my, you know, what does he get for a show? Half a million. If I'm going to go out, leave my house, you know, leave my hotel room, risk losing half a million for a show, you yeah. got to make it worth it. And yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, make yeah. it worth it is. You know, we're not in a major market. Sometimes it becomes tough. So a lot of the sh the after parties we'd always get that we were accustomed to getting now, they've just been priced out. Yeah. But even based on relationships, they don't do you a solid. It's it, it just like this is like there's relationships, and then there's you know, Business. hey, I'm getting this in you know, this market. I'm getting in this this market. Hey, I'd rather you know, hey, I'll skip Boston. I'll go to eleven and get my two hundred k. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. what are what are they? Closely compares which market do they closely compare us to when booking? Because you, you can't say, "Oh, I'm getting this in Vegas." You're like, "Yes, this Boston's not Vegas." Oh so what yeah, are they, that's what, a good question. What do they compare us most well, they, to? Uh, New York. You know, they always give New you York the, York. "Oh, we got this in Florida. We got this yeah. in you know, New York." They don't pay anyone really. I mean, New York is a tight market. They don't. Yeah, there's not a lot of. <laughs> you don't get a lot of big money in New York, but you know they'll say, "Hey," and there's a lot of like sleepy markets now, like 
Philly, they pay a lot of money for people. Uh, Charlotte, these a lot of these like you know uh, Scott Scottsdale, you know Cleveland. I mean, you know, there's a lot of these markets that are sleepy markets, and you know, when this money was so like you know, when everyone got the PPP and they got all this stuff, you know, the, they inflated the market. So when you came back out from COVID, like the market was so high, you were just like. Do we sit out or we become a participant in the hip hop? You know. Well, when we're talking about bookings, Alex, let's clarify that he does a lot of artist bookings, not so much the DJ bookings, right? Uh yeah, most. Oh, well, I mean, uh, yeah, a little, so. it just depends. It's well, he's a Swiss Army knife. I, I do it all. I understand that, yeah. but there's a different aspect of booking DJs than booking 100%. talent. Yeah. It's totally, yeah, because totally be, different game. The, the number one thing that people don't remember is a DJ, like an EDM DJ, a tour DJ. They only play the clubs, right? So that's their. So booking. it's easy to get them it's in the club. Easy to book yeah, them in the club because yeah, yeah. that's where they're supposed to be. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You An know, artist, artists, not so much. It, you know, if they sell out TD Garden, then you want them to come here. It's like, you know, hey, I just did fifteen, sixteen thousand tickets. What, like, mm-hmm. it's got to make sense, you right? Know? Yeah. Is that how you meet a lot of your connections too through the artists, like, uh, like Shout Out Spade and stuff like that, or do you meet do you meet the artist first and then you meet the DJ? I mean, like negotiate like. Circumventing, figure out who's like actually got the in with the artist is like is the name of the game, right? So right. you know, someone could be their manager, but their DJ could have more pull than the manager because the manager might not even bring it to the artist. The manager as, might be like, dude, I don't want him in the club. No, no, not only that, but maybe he doesn't have that same conversation. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to talk to my manager the same way I talk to Jeff. Yeah. So maybe the DJ can convince the artist a little bit more to and, come in the and, club. And too. Sometimes yeah. the manager's timid. Sometimes, you know, they like, there's a million other things going on. You know, they're signing these huge deals. Like it's not even time for them, but so yeah, it's all about just, you know, who's the artist, who's, what does it look like? Who's this one? Who's that one? Who's this yep. one? And it's a, you know, it's like a nonstop thing, right? It's not like, you know, you book them once here and then you never, you know, have to deal with them again. Like, they want this, they want that, they want this, and, you know, they want shoes, they want this. Like, you know, it's like a, a whole thing. You got to keep the relationship strong because when they come back, you always want the favorite price. Yeah, not only that, right. but you're building these relationships and they go super. I think that's the most important thing about what we do in this business as far as uh, even our clientele, building a relationship with our clientele, building our relationship with with the the bookers, the the managers. There's just it's just all really based on you know your relationships, and they're very important. And it's like this: it's like even if you get the the price, you get everything down, then you have to use that relationship to get them there because you know. In other cities, they don't mind going to 2.30, 2.45, 3 o'clock. Here, we cut off at 2 o'clock. Like, right, right. So now you got to use your relationship, make sure that they have respect enough for you and what you're doing that, you know, they don't show up at 1.45, 1.50. Exactly. You've had a few close calls. Yeah, yes, I have. But speaking of that, now I know what we're talking about. Do you put us being in this market now that we built this reputation of actually being a contender in markets – now we have artists that actually hit us up because they want to come and come out, right? Sometimes we have that. Yeah, yeah, no. Of so the price changes when you have an artist that wants to come to the yeah. venue rather than you reaching out to the artist, right? Yeah, I mean, every you know, if they want to do it, it, it makes life so much easier. Who who are your favorite artists to work with? Uh, favorite artists to work with? I mean, like who we've done a lot at here. I mean, yeah. we've done Travis Scott a lot at the Grand, and you know, we've had always good success. The last time he was. You know, maybe a little close to two o'clock, or maybe it was two o'clock. Yeah. But you know, he's driving from New York. It's just, it's tough. Like you know, it's it's tough. Like you know, keeping everyone on time. You know, you take a sprinter and only go so fast. Not only that, but there, you know, a lot of these artists have a lot of people with them, and it's like yeah. organizing that whole set of people. You, take is tough. I you, mean, the the, just, the Travis Scott story is like fascinating. Like yeah. so. So the last time we had him, I I I gave people. A yeah, brief we had a, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Went, people were oh, brief on this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what about what about Snoop? The last time he came, I mean, is I mean, you've you've booked him a lot of different places, right? Yeah, yeah. No, we did. So we did Philly the night before, and then we did here. Cheerleaders, right? And it was a good party. Philly, he was in like the best mood ever. And then the the next day, like his mom died, so I didn't know if they're gonna cancel the show. What we were gonna do? And right. you're just like. You know, I was like, oh, he'll probably can't. I mean, I thought he may cancel the show. I didn't right. know. But, you know, he had to go to New York. They had the album coming out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, what are we going to do? I mean, you know, you just kind of get in those weird situations where you kind of. Yeah, that's a that's a really tough place to be. You yeah. just kind of, you have no control. A lot of it, you have no control. It's like, 
you know, you kind of try to keep control of things, and you just you got to kind of just roll with whatever happens. What about artists that you won't work with again? Are you just artists that I won't work with again? You don't have to say their names. Yeah, but yeah. Is, uh, but no, don't say any names. But is there has there been an artist that was just too much? Like I'm never again doing that. Like this guy was like over the fuck. I mean, I always say that. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I probably quit like once a weekend. I'm like, dude, yeah, I'm done with this. I, 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 I quit, and then you know, Monday comes again. I'm like. Yeah. But that's a good it. thing though Because at the same time It sucks But I'm sure it's a very On-hand learning experience And you take all that knowledge Of all these shitty bookings That you've had to deal with Like all the fucking dumb shit And you're you're like You've seen so much of it At this point now You could kind of navigate it A little easier Than it was when you first Came into this it's So green You know what I mean Yeah I mean There's just nothing like You're just You know there's You know the place is sold out then you're standing there, Randy sitting at the table. You're getting, you're getting. <laughs> Randy's the owner of the company. Yeah, he's the owner of the club, so he's texting you, right? And Yo, where's this dude? I got a lot one, invested. Because starts, yeah, starts at twelve thirty. Where's this guy at? Then at one o'clock. Where's this guy at? Then at one o five, one fifteen. <laughs> now it's one twenty five, and you're like, okay, we got five minutes, so this is going to be an absolute disaster. And you just like, you know, you're at the 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 will of, of the artist of the artist. Like yeah. it's like, you know, they want to come. They they just think. Most of them think like time, two o'clock does not mean two o'clock for me. It means two o'clock for you. It means two o'clock for you. I'm one of the biggest at two thirty, yeah, three yeah, o'clock, yeah. and they don't care. It's like times are relevant. Yeah. To so them. and they like it's not like they want to be purposely late. They just you know, just the way that it yeah. works. They're so they don't even they're, they're, every, when you're a big artist like that. Things are happening so fast. You don't right, know anything right. that's yeah. going on around you. Sometimes I mean I've had a, a quite a close calls of one forty, one thirty. In full sprint to the DJ booth, you know, yeah, and then the DJ can't connect to the computer, and then, always, and then this they happens, don't you have know, this to plug in, and then and you're that, looking for Bam- Bambur is like our, our sound guy, you can't find him, he's doing the lights, so you know, it's always a lot. Jason's yeah. DJing, and I'm trying to switch the thing, and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm start yelling at him, and it's, it's just, it happens a lot more than you think. It's a lot. It's a lot of work, man. hundred percent. And so over the past six months, we've seen so many DJs that have. That I haven't seen before Because I was mostly Doing more top 40 hip hop things Seen some awesome EDM DJs We've had some awesome acts uh, The past six months And um, Is there any ones that stick out Besides Travis Scott Which was amazing Are there any ones that stick out Of like wow That was like A show and a half Um, I, I think Gordo Like I mean I think Carnage I mean yeah. I, I saw him in Tulum And he was like I don't like deep house music. I don't like that kind of music. Right. And he like like in Tulum, he was like, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. And then he came to Boston on a Thursday night, and I mean, it sold because it was like carnage. But I think that new music he's playing, like, it's captivating like people that aren't into the music. And right, I thought right. that was like pretty dope. I mean, we I did a boat cruise, and they uh, we did a boat cruise, and then we did Crayon with Virgil. I mean, yeah, that was dope. You know, I gotta have, I gotta have, the I, piece, man. I gotta have dinner with Virgil. This guy was you know. Talking about all these plans he had, and he wanted to build the clubs, and he wanted, you know, you know, it was like six months before he, he passed, and it was he looked fine. He was talking about plans for the future and how he priced items, and we had like full dinner conversation. That's great. Didn't seem like anything was wrong with him. Like he was talking about things future five, ten, ten years, you know, like where he was taking his shows, da da da, what he was doing, and like you know, had no idea. His, his brain just worked so beautifully, yeah. man. Yeah. It how- really did. You're obviously a, a streetwear connoisseur and things. How how far back did you start following Virgil? Uh, well, okay. So this is side note. I didn't know this. Virgil told me this. Riccardi's in Boston. Yeah. Took his first season. That they were the first people to have off white in a store. They're the first one to sign up and wow. take his clothing. Holy so shit! They took season. He told me they took season zero of zero or one of one. Whatever wow. he told me, they were the first ones to take his clothing brand in. So I mean I I bought it from there when I you know when I started shopping there I, I mean I was probably like in college maybe end of college or right around there maybe whenever the first you know I wasn't on the first season but maybe like the second or third season of yeah. of when it came out Wow that's, that's crazy. Do you still have those pieces I I have some of them like he used to make like uh, I have a piece it's like a Guns and Roses kind of reworked. Oh, I remember off-light. those. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Those were dumb. And the, the yeah. material on those first shirts, like, I would try to buy them on Grailed everything. I mean, I don't know what they are now, but the material on those first like couple seasons was yeah. like a stretchy material. Like shirt it was the most comfortable shirt on the planet. It was like smooth. It was like buttery, right? Yeah, it was That's like my so new nice. word, buttery. I, I like that. I would, I would go <laughs> back. 
I wish he still. I, I wish they still made the T-shirts like that. See, I can't throw away nothing like that. Like I, I, I found a shirt in my storage bin that's been sitting there for like 15 years, and it's a Kate Moss shirt in Carl Lagerfer's hat. Like, I mean, yeah. from behind, like doing her from behind. She's naked, right? And it's Vogue, and it's like everything, dude. I haven't seen this shirt in like 15 years. I looked on Grail. They're like selling for like $800. Like they don't exist. No, I have yeah. I have boxes full. I haven't thrown away shit, dude. Is that a, the new concepts hat, by the way? Oh, yeah, concepts. I know. Concepts. I, need, I need newer. Yes. I need it, the you one that say you, New you York. One of those coming out. Uh, they have them at the store now. Was oh, it yeah, yesterday? they just dropped yeah. like the other day. Uh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to concepts one time. Yep. Jason's yeah. always there. Yeah. Oh. Always give working. Give him a little clap. Give him a little clap. Yeah, oh, that babe, that babe Canada goose jacket they released last week was fire. I got, I got the snow camo one with the little pup. I'm, I was about to get I it. Do. And I put it back. Put it on my story. People are going banana land. So how do you Early, find, you hear I that banana land? That. How do you find out about the newest trends? Like I am probably the least. How do you find out about the newest trends? I mean, yeah, I gotta get into. Yeah, I mean, because you. Do you do a lot of like research, or do you just like I look at something and be like, all right, that's cool. That that's gonna pop. That's I mean, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I mean, I do 90% of my shop in Riccardi, so I kind of trust it. I don't feel like he, I think Alex (gasps) sees something is like, yo, that's dope. I don't think he's like, oh, everybody likes that. Because Alex doesn't dress like anybody else that, I feel like he's got his own thing going on, like me, homeless chic, you know what I mean? (laughs) Homeless chic. That's my style, homeless chic. No, but but I think he knows his stuff. I mean, he was telling me, he was like, oh, I saw the guy in his courtside, and he had this brand on. I don't know how he knew about this brand. This brand is this. He knows, like... No, I love it's not, that. It's not just like, oh, it looks cool. He knows it. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, like you know, you kind of follow what's going on if you're into it. If you're in this, you know, the Celtics, you know about all the players in the Celtics who they drafted, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's no different. I mean, it's just kind of if you're into it, you follow it. You it's know what's fun. going on. You learn about design. You learn it's, about this, and it's like a, it's become like a very popular thing. It wasn't always this super popular thing. It was like you know, not that cool at some point. You know, it was just normal. But now it's become like a very you know, like popular thing for kids and everyone. Not only that, but it's part. That's why we talk about it on the podcast because we don't talk fashion. But fashion is an aspect of this culture that we love: nightlife, music, fashion. You know what I mean? There's just so many. It fits with under the blanket of of the culture of of you know hip hop and music and urban you know wear and shit. It's, Ur- what do they call it? Like, it's all like yeah. one and the same. You know, it's like it's like part of the thing. Like you know, the people that you're you're working with are. All in the same thing, so it's like something you kind of like bond over. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Like that. I like that. So we'll pull out another part of the Swiss Army knife. Yeah, pull it. (laughs) Alex is not only a coworker; he's probably my a partner at the lunch table with me. So he's always hip on uh, the best spots around, and and we get some serious, we get some serious food. He knows it, but he also has some crazy quirks about food. Oh, I could. I I've known Alex for a couple of years now, and I could just I could just tell that he has quirks yeah. about food. I mean, extra cheese on pizza, acceptable. Steak, well done. I like. Well oh, done steak. That's re- I, it's ridiculous. a little weird. I know it's a little weird, but people it's the most always ridiculous thing ever. They always hit me up. That's serial killers. Yeah, you should see. You order like a, a expensive like Wagyu steak, well done. They look at you like crazy, and you just gotta have confidence. Like, you sure? And then and then it'll come out. It'll come out medium, and you gotta send it back again. And it's, they go crazy. You're just like, okay, like. I, I'm, I'm sure they go crazy. The flavors is lost. No, it's not true. If it you is. try it, you might like it. Little, little, I like a little burnt, a little charcoal. He likes action. a little burnt with A1 sauce. <laughs> no A1, no. Well, no. do you know what his favorite fast food restaurant is? Is it the same as a pirate? I don't know how you know Arby's. That. <laughs> I don't know how you know that. Ar- Arby's is the, is the best. He Hands looked down. it up on Wikipedia, dude. <laughs> I don't know how you knew that. That's so weird you knew that. Did I tell you that? No. Don't That's some old Nardwar shit. I don't know how you knew that. So you left on the Arby's thing, which is re- which is fine that you like Arby's, and I understand. Mm, but-, but is it? Not, it's not fine when there are so many good roast beef spots on the North Shore. Oh my right? God, that's so funny because that's a, I forgot roast beef's a Boston thing. So yeah. to me, it's not, it's the, that's like, that's like going to, I don't know. That's like living in New York City and order Domino's pizza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, hot take, Arby's roast beef is better than North Shore roast beef. No, yeah, wow. I don't know anything about any I of this I went to the last stuff. time you had Arby's. 
I've had Ooh, a, I used to like Arby's. Come yeah. on, curly fries are the shit. What I just say to you, on the break? <laughs> curly <laughs> fries and the I've had Arby's one time. The beef and cheddar, with a little horsey sauce, a little Arby's sauce. I'm telling you, Arby's is low key the most underrated place. I used to but get the Philly cheesesteak. Can't one. really compare it. The though. Philly cheesesteak one I used to get, but. But, but there's I'm so getting many it in good. New York oh, but, where there's no roast beef places. That's what like it is. There's Rolling roast, Roaster. There's amazing homemade roast beef Shout places. Shout out Rolling Roaster in Brooklyn. I've been to Rolling Roaster. That's good. Brennan Cars, yeah, too. Yeah. I've been to Rolling Roaster. But there's so many good roast beef places here, and you choose Arby's. Arby's is fire. I'm just letting you know that I would I would stick to Arby's as my favorite fast food restaurant ever. Uh, I would order it. I mean, there's the close one here is like Worcester, so I don't get it that much, but the... What? Damn, that's bad. But, but it's Wait, good. Dude, you're making dude, Uber eat some Worcester. I've never, I've I've never, never drove to Worcester for Arby's. No. <laughs> Shut up. Then you have a problem, son. <laughs> but we'll if, have to talk about. But that if I'm driving to Pennsylvania and it's on the way, I have to. Oh hit fuck Arby's. yeah! Yes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm like that with some shit. Come on, Jeff. All right. What's your What's your favorite new spot right now in town? Well, we know what your favorite spot is. And shout out to Monica's. Well, I like Monica's. I said yes. Yeah, Wait, what? Monica's Italian spot. Oh, it's great. You gotta go. Oh, it's that one that I saw on your Instagram. They had the Philly cheese steak. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My favorite new spot. Yeah. Uh, You you just stick to your guns. I mean, I like I'm I'm like I like Mastros. That's my one of my go tos. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get Zuma here and there. I like Zuma. Zuma's good. But whoa, that's one right now. Now that we're talking about it, that's a great example of a place. Like you said, like a Nobu, yes. a Delilah, stuff And look like that. how busy it is. We're going to see more of those kind of places in Boston. I, yeah. That's is Zuma a local place, or is that? Zuma no. is here, Dubai, Isn't there New York. Isn't in Vegas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But they have, a D, they have a DJ, too, but I mean, it is loungy. You I, know, yeah. I mean, what, what's it called? The one on the rooftop by Major Food Group, uh, Contessa? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh-huh. see Major Food Group? Do they own Carbone? They own all those? They open that. And I think we're going to see a lot of people come in here and be like, hold on, dude. There's a lot of... A lot of chicken. Yeah, here. I like Carbone. Yeah, a lot man. of chicken. Yeah. yeah. Should we start with some rapid questions for Alex? Okay, yeah, let's hear them. You ready? Yeah. Jason, go first. Is it true you never answered emails till you two a year or two ago? I used to hate email. I don't still don't understand email. We could text, we could call, we could FaceTime. What's the point of emailing? I don't understand it, but I'm now I'm corporate Willie. They call me corporate Willie. I have my own, <laughs> corporate Willie. I have my own big night email, and now I answer emails. I'm on emails. Well, but now you, there's a chain that goes with the emails that can't go with a text message. Does that why text message still saves the chain? I gotta be chain. honest with you. I don't know much about emailing either. I mean, I didn't really like emailing. It wasn't my favorite thing, but now I'm an emailer. Well, congratulations. Thanks for growing up. Wait, so you never emailed before? I've emailed. I had an email, but I didn't like That wasn't my... I don't like the It was tenderdog at yahoo.com. Yeah. Uh, it was like... <laughs> it I, was Arby's Lover XOXO. I didn't have... That was his Tinder name. I wasn't... You know, I wasn't... You know, the hip-hop booking you don't do on email, you know? So I didn't really need an email. I said, I hate email. Travis Scott or Drake? I'm going to stick with Travis here because he's, he's having a rough time, and I'm, I'm going to stick to him. I f- I'm feeling for him right now, and I'm, I'm going to stick with Travis. I got it. So is it true that you're such a heavy sleeper that you actually f- slept through a fire? I did sleep through a fire. I don't know how you guys know this. It was I was in college. We slept through a fire. Uh, the lady in the building uh, like thought we did it on purpose. And I came down the elevator and like, wait, you came down the elevator during a fire? Like, <laughs> well, no, no, I don't even know if that's legal. Okay, so first of all, first of all, so at this point, the building was cleared out, right? And the right side of the building was on fire, not like where the elevators. Yeah, yeah. So I came down the elevator. There was thousands of people, maybe eight hundred people outside the building. News cameras, everything. There's me walking out like this. No bo- way. In his boxer shorts with a wife beater. Yeah, on. Uh, I was woken up by a firefighter. Wow. Like, that's what are you guys crazy. still doing here? Why wouldn't I be here? It's 10 o'clock in the morning. You didn't hit the alarm? No. That's aggressive because those alarms are serious. Will you go to an event in Boston if you're not promoting it? If I'm, Unless I'm like supporting a friend. Like if it's like Waleed's event or something like that, yes. Otherwise, no. Like even if it's somebody you wanted to see, oh, like someone I want to, I go see a concert, but I usually it's like no, 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 not a concert. Okay. What are you asking? Yeah, what I won't asking, go like bro? if it's like somebody else's promoted event. Yeah, yeah, no nightlife. You're talking, yeah, about. like I would go to any like club. You wouldn't. No, I mean, if you own a McDonald's, you think you go eat a Burger King? On Wednesdays, I would. <laughs> 
Only for Zarbies. Only if, if people support you, then you got to support them back. Otherwise, no. So rumor has it that you do this amazing Kermit the Frog uh, impression. Is this true? <laughs> is, that the, is that the best you do? Me and Jeff used to do it back in the day on Thursdays. I used to do Kermit and Miss Piggy. They go crazy. Can we hear it or not? I mean, I don't know. I'm if putting I, you on the spot, but if you don't, it's game. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's Kermit the Frog here. I used to be able to do it, and I can do Miss Piggy too. Well, hello, Kermit. <laughs> Damn, yeah. it's Jim Henson. That's pretty right good, right? Yeah, yeah, that's like, pretty good. Uh, that's not bad. One, one time, one time. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Huh. Jeff, Jeff, you have me do it outside on repeat. <laughs> oh, um, favorite place is spring break. Oh, Cancun. I'm a Cancun guy for life. Terry, student city, good, good friends. I, I, oh, I love Terry. I would like to go to Cancun until I was 80. I love, I love Mexico. I, I think Cancun is one of the best places on the planet. Uh, it's Tulum. Oh, well, this is going to sound silly. But I've never Tulum. been on a spring break ever in my entire life. you never life. DJed a spring break? Once. Acapulco okay. before it got really weird in Acapulco where and you can't go there. No I never more. went on spring break either. Well, I think this is here, guys. I always wanted to go on a spring break. Jeff, I would love to take you to spring break this year. <laughs> it, might, it might be weird. I'm the old dad. <laughs> dude, I'm going to go this year. Well, can we book Terry? Shout out Terry. Can we book t- uh, Terry? Yeah, I used Terry to work with fun. Terry back in the day and, and his partner. Yeah. I mean, Terry Let's full circle, dude. He went from, you know, running Student City to now owning it. I mean, he's. Yeah, you know, he was. I remember when he was just a worker when yeah. I was working with Student City, and then he just took over, man. And, uh, that's amazing. He's killing Wait, is Tulum close to Cancun? Tulum is like 45 minutes from right. Cancun. It's is it it's more a new spot. You know, it's like the new hot spot. So Cancun had its run. It still has its run, but Tulum is like... Uh, it's where all the real cool kids go. Yeah, it's go. becoming more like... So are you, are you still sticking with Cancun? I got to stick with Cancun for, for life, but Tulum, I do enjoy Tulum. Got it. I like that. Oh, it's my turn? Sorry, guys. Your, what's your favorite pair of Crocs you have? Um. By the way... Alex is the king of Crocs, just so you know. The 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 ones I really like. Um, I, I I I'm hopefully I'm getting those Salehis. Those look like they're gonna be the the, the hot oh, ones. I this saw year. those. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I do like my Space Jam ones because like nobody got the Space Jam Space ones. Jam. I got the Grateful Dead ones. Shout out to Connor. I, I, I have them too. Those. I have them too. They're nice. I know I wanted them so bad. Alex was supposed to get them for me, but he f- couldn't find. They're, they're not easy to find. No, China market. Favorite flavor of hookah. Um. <laughs> wow, that's a good question. I'm like a blueberry mint guy. Wow, blueberry me, mint. I blueberry fuck mint. with that. I can, well, there's I one called Love 66. It's like a combo flavor. That's maybe Love 66. Wait, maybe my favorite. Did, did you do you get blueberry and you get mint? You mix it together, or you? Or uh, they, it, it comes. It comes blueberry mint, or you put blueberry mint. Together. I'm not too hip on the whole and there's, hookah the, game. The, so. I'm going to tell you guys a secret flavor that's maybe my favorite. Now that I think about it, gum mint. Oh my god! I was about to say bubble gum. Gum mint is fire. Gummy bear. Ooh, yeah, that sounds fire. You are a hookah connoisseur. Really? I do enjoy hookah. Um, How could you not? The first time I really saw the hookah thing, where I had a DJ, was the event that we did with with a, a basketball player, and you guys brought in company from outside the venue to to set up the hookah. Like. Basketball players in like general, they Dude. they love hookah more than anything in the planet. Dude, not only that, I don't know how they smoke hookah for you, four hours and then run up and down the court. But. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm like sitting there at this party that we did for a a, a a player, and he's probably the biggest player in the NBA. And to see him sitting there smoking a hookah, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this really happening? Just ripping hookah the whole time, dude. I'm like, whoa, it's so random. So, what's your favorite nightclub outside of Boston besides Noto? Uh, uh, oh, I like, yeah, you already said I like Noto. Ride House in in Scottsdale. That's a good. Yeah, spot. you love it out there. I used to I live love in Scottsdale, Phoenix for a lot for a while. I, I tried to get Dennis on the phone, but he couldn't. You did. Yeah. He's in. He's. I don't know. How you, well, I don't know how you know Dennis, but I you, don't know that. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I, um, that's why you didn't Dennis get him on the phone. Like, <laughs> he's, in like, he's in like Malaysia. He's in Thailand. He's in yeah. somewhere crazy. The, the last. Uh, the last DM that we hit. Yeah. He's a, he's a very interesting character, that Dennis. The last one that I had was. When's the last time you met in Scottsdale? Oh, probably, unfortunately, when my father passed away. You I gotta, used to live in Tempe for a while. I know, it's so much fun. I used to hang out on Mill Ave. That's where I met Fashion in uh, Z Trip when I was a kid. He said, let me, let me think of some good memories. He goes, oh, actually, I have a great one. And then that was the last time oh, I heard of him. Oh, that's just most dumb. He's a unique character. 
favorite watch out now? Um, my favorite. I've been buying a lot of Rolexes uh, because they're. I think they're great investments. They're going up, and I I like wearing them. I will. Um, I I'm I'm agree with you on that because it's just like such like that classic. Like it's never. <laughs> Here's my thing about fashion, though, too, and it goes along with with my style. And and, and speaking on a watches, it's your Rolex is not a niche thing. That's gonna that's a cla- that's never not going out of style. Yeah. So if I'm gonna buy something dope that has value I, that I can have for ten or fifteen years, I want it to be not you know one off niche thing. I want it to be classic, like. Gucci stuff that I buy, I make sure that it's like something that's always gonna be in fashion no matter what. And Rolex is a classic. I always yeah. wanted a nineteen nineties Wall Street cocaine guys watch. That's all I wanted. <laughs> no, you know, you know, like you buy something like is this a one wear? Like am I gonna wear this one time yeah. and see that's it? Or am I gonna have this for five, six, ten? You know? I try if I'm gonna spend yeah. an ample amount of money on on, on a clothing, I wanna make sure it's something that's classic, you know. You know, I try to do that too, but sometimes, you know, you just like you just get, sometimes something just catches your eye like, and you're like, I'm, yo, I'm I need not leaving that. without that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what kind what kind of Rolexes do you like now? Uh, I like, uh, I'm getting some stainless pieces, steel pieces, you know, kind of just getting into it, getting, you know, getting moving on it. It's great investment. And I heard they're hard to get right now because of, you know, everything with the COVID situation. So the prices have been going up as far as Rolexes go and probably all watches. Yeah. Everything's, dude, every watch are through the, the moon. Uh, if I didn't like mine so much, I'd be like, mm, maybe I should get rid of it. Jeff got rid of his recently too. Yeah, he, he told me. You should have held out a little I bit know. longer. Jeff, though. they're hot, right? You could have. Yeah, I mean, you should have waited like a couple more months. You would probably got a couple more. I know bucks out of it, yeah. but it's all right. I traded. We'll, we'll get a new one. We'll get going. Oh, what's your uh, so was uh was the uh, Jordan Five? Was that your favorite sneaker, or what is your favorite sneaker? Well, that's a good question. I never really thought about like what's my actual favorite ever of all time. Um. But Jordan Five like really maybe started when I like they were like green beans they were called they were like three M and then the oh yeah the I remember those yeah, yeah. the grapes all those were, were like I really 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 enjoyed those um, I, I have like an orange and white pair that I like that I'm a big Dunk guy though like Dunks Dunks always, my favorite I, I never team. came out, in and out of Dunks like I always like Dunks Tiffany Dunks all those Dunks I mean they were all my you know I, I like them still to this day. I like the Jordan. I like the the dunk in the uh, Jordan one. Like Jordan one, I can't like be a Jordan one guy because everyone's oh, a Jordan. Favorite. Everyone's a Jordan one person. Like in a three, Jordan one and three are my favorites for sure. I love a three. My favorite sneakers, my signed Virgil Abloh. Yeah, I have a signed Virgil uh, sneaker too. Jordan. Yeah, uh, I won that lottery, man. I paid ninety five dollars for these for these the Jordan ones. Off white, and now crazy. they're worth they're priceless now that they're signed by. Yeah, I mean, I had all those Jordan ones, and I just burned through them. I just yeah. like you know, like a cemetery. Do you? Do you, this is a good question. Going with this, do you hoard your sneakers, or do you no, wear every I'm pair of sneakers? I wear them. every pair of sneakers I get them. to. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. What, what's the point of what am I? I have sneakers for? on ice though, but I have a pair that I wear, like the '95 Air Max. The neon black is my favorite. One of my favorite all time sneakers, and I always have to have a pair on ice. The only thing I do is like if I like too many people are into them, or like I feel like they like played out like Yeezys, like yeah, I, I just have 30, 40 pairs of Yeezys in the closet, and I just like, oh, I'd be whatever. Shit on mine. No, I just don't wear them because it's like I was over, you know, just I get over They're them. They're super like, comfortable, though. They're comfortable, but it's just like, it's wait, been, what size are you? 13? 13. Oh, yeah, send those over. Well, I need Yeezys, yeah. I got about every different one. Yeah, like, Jeff needs a pair of Yeezys. All, all the Adidas Yeezys, another like, pair. They're played out, I feel like, so I've been just, you know. I mean, how many times can you just change the color scheme of a sneaker? Uh, he was getting me for every one of them. I yeah. must say, I was going for it all. Oh, they're releasing the blue, uh, the blue, uh, the belugas, <laughs> belugas. Yeah, the, so that's the, another with thing. The, with the orange strap. Yeah, that's yeah. coming back out like I, next week or those something. Those are dope. I, oh, they I come like out those. today. Oh shit! I was supposed to try to get another all pair. Right, I'll text them for you, buddy. <laughs> Do you really need a pair? Yeah, I'll text them for you. Give me one second. You know them or no? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Oh, I was going to text him. I was going to try I had this other email. I oh, had. no, no. I just gave you a pair from yeah. Wow. Okay, thanks. Wow. Alex no coming through, son. No problem. On those. Flexing on the yeah. Yeah. Flexing on the Flexing on the podcast. It's not like, it's not like an impossible. It's okay. Yeah. Top five DJs. Uh, Dead or alive? No. Alive that we work with. Oh, we don't have to work with, though. You would like to work with. Oh, okay. I'm going to go outside of Boston because you go inside of Boston. It, no, we're not talking about Boston. There's too many people. Um, 
I, I mean, I like Spade a lot. Yeah. Uh, I like Chase B a lot. Yeah. I, I like Dre Sinatra a, a lot. Yeah. I like um, Charlie B a lot. And I'll give you one more. Let me think here. What was that? That four? Negative. Oh, Esco. Esco. How could I forget? Oh, Esco? yeah. Esco, Esco, my guy. Yeah, you love see, you see, always Esco. Bring Esco, yeah. you see Esco DJing for little Kanye West the other day. It's pretty dope. Yeah, I'm playing with him on the 30th. The 30th, yeah. Yeah. Esco's going to be a good time. Yeah. He always puts on a show. We're doing uh, Esco at the Grand for all y'all listeners out there. Yeah, the 30th. The 30th. Before, yeah, before. man. What do you got for us? What do I have for you guys? Yeah, yeah. what'd you bring me? Do you have any Arby's on you? Some questions I'm fucking for you guys? starving, bro. I know, me too. I'm hungry. I'm trying to think. Well, 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 what's going on? I mean, give us... Yeah, give what's it. going on? How's your day? <laughs> How's your week? <laughs> Fuck, now I can't find that thing. Now. What were you looking for? Nothing. I mean, yesterday was like... It was good. I thought the show was good. Yeah, so yesterday we Poly- did Polo, Polo G. G. I should have uh, went. I don't know I'm getting into like lazy. opposite positions that I used to be. So we used to not have a concert venue. So I used to be the promoter trying to get the artist the after party, announce it whenever I wanted. Didn't care about how many tickets you sold or anything. So now I'm back to we have the concert. I don't want someone else to have the after right, party. Right. So I've kind of like flipped positions. So if I become don't, like. Don't they have a clause in contracts they now? They do, no? but they were already past tickets. So I've become like, you know, my the person I didn't want to be, like the person I right, hated. Right, right, right. I've become that, that person. person now. Like, <laughs> we have the concert. You can't have an after party. I want to, you know. Now, yeah, so the the guy that I hated that I was like I would never be like that if I want to do an after party the show was sold out I let him I may have become that person I think but I don't want to admit admit to that I don't think you're that person thank Alex. you thank you well I mean this is amazing interview well, oh by the well, way first of all this is our first in no our, well was George was. George like George no, he, came in first segment yeah but this is our first this, interview. that was a segment this yeah, is our first in house interview, interview for yeah. sure and, and it's such a pleasure to have you here with us Alex well we're gonna shout out Egypt we're number one in Egypt you guys are number one in Egypt shout out wild. number one in Egypt uh, book from, us for uh, Omar El Sharif it's Omar El Sharif that did it I talked to him yesterday he had no idea he had no idea about you no idea. being number one in Egypt it's definitely him <laughs> and his family yeah we'll bring Young Tut with us yeah. and we have a whole crew we'll bring Wahid. Wahid, there we go. Yep. Uh, they just there came go. back from Egypt, actually. They're all there, yeah. Maybe that's what it was. They were listening to you in Egypt. Oh, shit, yeah. Yo, shout out Young Tongue and Wahid. You guys, you guys are beating, you're beating Zane Lowe in Egypt. It's insane. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty crazy, yeah. Well, it was a pleasure having you on. We've got we've got to go. Uh, well, we Alex is go always around. here. Yeah, we, we always go have around, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got to talk about yeah. how, like, I, there's some fascinating stories. We didn't get into any, like, crazy stories. I've been through some. Some wild stories with the, these things. Yes, we have. I think we're going to do a part two. We'll do a part the, two. Yeah, yeah we'll do crazy ain't. stories. We'll do, you know what we got to do? We should all have just come up, write Wait. a segment of all crazy stories we've seen and just story, drop them. Story, story, time with story time exclusive episode. Wow. Just stories? Trying to top each other's stories? Yes. Yeah. I like that. That'd be fire. Well, thanks again, Alex, for coming on. Yeah, man. After one time, year, Alex. We'll do it again. You can find us Happy on. fucking holidays. Number one yeah. in Egypt. Number one in Egypt. <laughs> Shout out Egypt for support. No, where you find Alex at, man? Uh, at, I'm an Instagram guy, you know? I'm not a. Well, he's not an email guy. Not an email that. guy. Know that. Yeah. But I'm an Instagram guy. If you want to see him, you have to see him at the club. <laughs> yes. What's the Instagram? Alex Will Made It. Alex Will Made That's It. That's what I meant, man. That's when they find you. Alex Will Made It. Thank you. Thank I love that. You can find Jason at Jason Smith Music. You can find me at Jeff London underscore. One you can time. Find us at, I'm the promoter. He's the DJ. That's it. Happy New Year. Happy fucking New Year. Peace. Okay, I'm reloaded. Jeff London. DJ Jason Smith.